This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Thanks for being with us. Well, time to talk a little real estate. And there is another study, some more findings out there, taking a look at incomes compared to the value of homes or the price of homes and where there seems to be a disconnect in some areas. But is it all bad news? Possibly not. Joining us to talk about this, uh, to talk a little bit more about this, is Sir Somerville, Senior Fellow at the UBC Centre for Urban Economics and uh, also uh, the Real Estate uh, Foundation at uh, UBC. Sir, good to have you back on the program. Good morning, Jill. Your title is so long, I could just take the I whole know, I, the whole I, thing. I have lots, I have lots of <laughs> You are, you do, but you, you know a thing or two about real estate, and we've talked about this before, because I think uh, people tend to look at these studies or look at these numbers and think uh, that there's something, something is amiss, some kind of uh, perhaps criminal behavior or somebody trying to get away with something, but that's not always the case, uh, just because income and house value don't seem to match. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's the danger of sort of leaping to just one conclusion when there are other factors. Sorry, <clears throat> sorry about that. So, you know, I, I think the reading of, the, of that report is, oh, you know, this is all because they're folks who aren't reporting income and they have income that's offshore, and so you get this disconnect. And I think that certainly um, there's got to be some element of that in in these data. Um, but but the problem with with that kind of analysis is there's all kinds of other factors that might lead for uh, in any one community, incomes and, and house prices to not line up. So, for instance, let's say you had a community where everyone uh, bought their house 40 years ago and they're, they're now all retired. Well, you know, the house is worth a huge amount of money. They're on retirement income. And so you look like this huge price-to-income ratio. While another community where it's a bunch of young people who just bought their condos, you know, those price-to-income ratios are all in line with their mortgage payments and their incomes. So, you know, that's where you'd, you'd get this result that suggested people were, were not reporting income, but it was really just a, a function of the mix of people in the community. And so is that one of the issues then or one of the problems is there's no way to figure out which cases are exactly that, somebody who is retired and perhaps doesn't have a big income anymore and where somebody might actually be trying to skirt the system? Well, certainly not from this kind of data. Um, you know, this is this is, is very aggregate data where they're looking at um, income as rep- reported uh, to CRA and matching that up with house prices on a community by community basis. So you, you can't break that down. Um, if if you have detailed data about individuals, you can start sorting these pieces out. So you know, you can look at those same uh, data instead of looking at it, say Vancouver versus New West versus Surrey. Look at it at smaller areas of geography. So the you know, Stats Canada has a definition of a census tract, which is about, about 2,000 people. And so you can sort of look at it um, within those groups. And when, when you do that, um, the connection um, starts to break down a little bit with, because you get other factors like what, how many renters are in a, in a jurisdiction and how many elderly people and what are their incomes. And so it gets a whole lot weaker. Uh, because it could also be in some cases, couldn't it, if you have a couple that has a house and if one part of the couple is, say, self-employed and is worried about perhaps being uh, sued or if something was to go wrong, then the house is in the name of the other person in the couple. Maybe that person doesn't have an income or has a much smaller income. Uh, that It wouldn't be that the, the first person isn't paying taxes and, and isn't doing that, but that his or her name just isn't on the house. Yeah, I mean, this is a, that's a different kind of problem. It's what we saw when we were, people were looking at uh, individual uh, titles and saying, well, this title is registered in the name of a homeowner. You, you have people register the name 
um, of the owner for for various different reasons. And, you know, for most people, it's joint ownership if it's if, if it's a couple, but sometimes it's not. You know, a lot of people, that, a lot of real estate developers, uh, have it in their in their partner's name because that way it's not uh, they don't have to use it as a collateral against a loan. Uh, so does it, like you said, taking it with um, with this kind of data, realizing that it doesn't give you the entire picture, uh, but do we need a better way of of knowing uh, why well, this is it, happening? I think it really depends on the, the question that we, we, we want to look at. I mean, and we've had a, a, a bunch of different slices of this data of, of relating income to house prices. So for instance, you get uh, you know a large number. Uh, you get people on the west side of Vancouver who are reporting no income, uh, even though they're you know they're or, or they're living in in, in houses. And I, I, there's clearly a, a piece here that that the CRA has to look at in terms of the extent to which people um, are uh, truthfully reporting on the, on their tax documents. Because I think we, we we do have concern about unreported income, either domestically or or foreign, but that's 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 certainly not something that aggregate data is going to let us answer. That's really something that's in CRA's files because they actually you know have more detailed information on individuals. Uh, but at this point, is there any does CRA do that, or does anybody use the CRA information to do that? Um, so you know you can't use it for research, right? The, for privacy rules, um, they're not going to release individual data that lets you match it to an individual house. We have we in Canada we have pretty strict privacy rules on on data usage. I think there is a lot of concern of the extent to which CRA is actually going after um, tax cheats, just because it's you know it's a lot easy to to get the person who um, claimed too many deductions uh, relative to to their um, labor income than it is to try to figure out the income of somebody who's earned it all in in Bulgaria um, and isn't reporting it here. That's that's just a lot more difficult to do, and I, I think that the tax authorities do have the sort of notion of how much work do we have to do to put it to get how much money. <laughs> One case does seem a lot easier than the other. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. But the problem with that is then then it, it makes you feel like you know that if you, you're just a working person, then you're a sucker, and sort of you know rich, you know, global wealthy are the ones who are getting away with things, and I don't think that's good for society. No, but it's certainly uh, I don't. But it's not surprising that that the people with the most money know how to hire the 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 accountants and the lawyers that will help them find the loopholes. Yeah, there's there's, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of working stiffs who've got accounts in the Bahamas to uh, own their assets, are there? <laughs> Uh, what about the, the, on the bigger picture of, of real estate? And when we talk about the high cost of real estate, does this have an impact? Do you think on why we still see the prices uh, in some cases just completely uh, over the top? I mean, the, there is this issue that we have in the Lower Mainland of capital that flows in from outside, and some of it is foreign investors, and some of it is immigrants, uh, and some of it is people who live here and earn money elsewhere. So there are lots of different ways that you get a sort of a mismatch between what housing prices incomes here alone could support and the housing prices we see. And and that's a, you know if you're not going to build walls and basically keep everybody out and everybody else in, um, that's inherently going to be a problem especially with a, a you know a beautiful place that there are people who want to have vacation homes or other kinds of things here. And that's a, and mix that with with the importance of immigration for the Canadian economy. And immigrants that we take in Canada tend to be folks who come with money and with assets. And so that contributes to this kind of uh, disconnect between local earnings and house prices. Uh, do you think the this is the first, uh, we're just getting into the, the realm of the empty homes tax, uh, which is self-reporting. But do you think that will have any difference uh, if people do start self-reporting and, and admitting to having empty homes? 
I don't. I don't think it will in in this area. I mean, I I, I think that if the vacant homes tax is going to be successful, what it's going to successfully do is get people to start renting out their condos. Like, I I really don't think that if we if if we take the stereotype of the you know the, the Chinese millionaire with the fifteen million dollar West Side vacant house, you know, I don't think raising their um, property tax from point five percent to two percent is going to make them say, oh well, I really want to rent my house out now. Um, right. That that that's just not that's not going to work there. But most of the you know the vast majority of the vacant houses that the youth are uh, homes as the city of Vancouver has identified are, are condos. And I think you know the the place that we have I think the most acute concern right now in, in the housing market is young renters. And so the more units we get rented, the be- rented the better off we are for that group. All right. Well, sir, thank you so much for joining us. It's always great to have you uh, on the program. We'll have to leave it there. But uh, have a great rest of your day. Yeah, we've fun starting off the day talking about data, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> All right. Thanks, sir. Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.